Jesus is alive. Are you living like it? This is Truth Pop. It's Jake. Thank you so much for checking this out. Thank you for listening and subscribing to Truth Pop. We're going to feature another episode of what we call Truth Pop Unplugged. That's where I don't do most of the talking. I'm, I'm sure you're a little happy to hear that. <laughs> and instead, we allow some of the, pop, the popular Catholic speakers out there to do most of the talking. I'm sure you know Chris Stefanik. He's a popular Catholic evangelist around the country, speaking to tens of thousands of students and young adults. He was at the Seek 2019 conference presented by Focus, and he's the founder of Real Life Catholic. You can check that out at reallifecatholic.com. And of course, yeah, the popular reality show that he's on, Real Life Catholic on EWTN, it's pretty legit. Be sure to check that out. But Chris uh, basically had some of the most refreshing comments I've heard in a long time talking about the way we see ourselves, the way we look at life. Are we looking at our lives with joy, with the amount of love that God has for us? Or are we giving into that negative self-talk? Are we choosing to look at ourselves so harshly and are we judging ourselves too much? Maybe this is going to benefit you and maybe you know someone in your life who's struggling with a negative self-image. Well, I would encourage you to pass this conversation along. And just so you know, you can hear this entire conversation that I had with Chris if you download the relevant radio app and then search for the premier podcast that was in partnership with Focus and Relevant Radio. Hear the entire interview with Chris. Uh, You'll find out what his biggest fear is. So you have to check that out on the Relevant Radio app to hear that answer. But here's Chris talking about authentic joy. Check it out. This is Truth Pop Unplugged. Uh, Your work with Real Life Catholic and also your ministry really revolves around authentic Christian joy. You talk a lot about that. And we live in this world that's constantly trying to chase happiness and joy. So in this world of, of false identities and selfish ambition, how could young college Catholic students truly be a, a source of true joy to other people, especially people who don't really understand what joy really is? Yeah, you got to be joyful yourself first. I remember my mom when I was a little kid, uh, a phrase she said that really struck with me, that joy is a choice. Yeah. And I, I, I've thought about that ever since she said that. I was probably five years old. And how you know, we're often passive recipients of our own moods, passive recipients of whatever is going on inside of our heads. And, you know, we have to jump into that battle in our hearts and in our minds. I think of St. Paul in prison. I mean, he, he could have just sat there and thought, man, this stinks. This is the worst thing ever. And he could have thought that all day, and he would have been miserable. But instead, from prison, he's writing things like, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. I mean, that was a command to choose joy even then, and to keep his heart and mind, you know, through the power of daily prayer and contemplation, to keep his heart and mind not in prison, not in chains, but in the things of God. So there's something in his spirit that was unconquerable. And Christians need to walk through life that way. People should look at us and think, the way that guy's holding his head up high, no matter what's going on, there's something different about him, and I want that something different for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like really stands out. There's got to be a difference yeah. between happpiness, the way that the world sees it, and Christian joy, right? Because even oh, when yeah. there's the world, external circumstances, you can still choose it. Yeah, ha- Christian happiness, Christian joy, it's it's inherently different. The, the joy of the world, or the, the happiness, or the passing happiness of the world, would say, is dependent on your circumstances, depending on passing things. Uh, if we're anchored in whatever's passing, 
we're going to be moving all over the place, up and down, just left and right, and just not, uh, you know, we won't find any lasting happiness that way. If we're anchored in the things of God, if, if the anchor of our heart is, is reaching above the clouds and the things of heaven, that's when we're living the real Christian life. That's authentic Christian joy. That's the kind of joy that you could have when, uh, you know, things are going wrong, when you're facing death, when you're in traffic, whatever it is, whatever circumstance you're in. And I'm not saying suffering doesn't happen. People feel real pain. But, <laughs> but there's something different going on inside the Christian heart. Uh, I almost lost my dad a couple weeks ago. He, was, he had a heart attack. And, you know, those, that was a painful couple weeks of uh, being on edge and wondering, is he going to die any day now here? Um, but even in the midst of that, of the pain, of the discomfort that things like, you know, really talking about mortality brings into your day, <laughs> yeah, yeah. even then there's a hope, there's a joy, there's something inside that's, uh, you know, a little internal GPS that's pointing up to heaven. It realizes every step of the journey even if it's difficult, is on our way to eternal glory. I mean, that really changes things in the here and now. Uh, I've learned a lot from being a father, um, really how to see these things in the right light. I give rules to my kids because I want them to be safe and free and happy. And that's where all the rules from God come from. Uh, But on another level, you know, when you're entry-level Christianity, the rules have to do with, with things like mortal sin. Right, right. I don't want to commit certain sins. As you get more advanced in the Christian life, I think sometimes we put pressures on ourselves uh, around basic discernment, not about things that are gravely sinful, but about things that have to do with, should I do this? Should I do that? What's my vocation? What's my calling? Uh, <laughs> I know but, what you, you know, mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and we, we sometimes in that context place an undue pressure on ourselves of conditional love of, if I don't do the quote right thing with my life right now, that I'm not a saint, God's not going to love me, whatever it is. So it's the same spirit of legalism that we apply even to uh, when we get past the phase of basic rules. And it's not from God. You know, I, I look at my own kids discerning their lives, and everybody struggles with this. I, I, yeah. I self-talk sometimes in right, a way that I never talk to my kids. You know, my kids are placing so much pressure on themselves. Everybody does this. Oh, gosh, what do I do with my life? Is this the right choice? Is this the wrong choice? It, and I'm, I'm, telling, I'm telling them, look. God doesn't have a tightrope for you to walk on with your life discernment. He's given you a big football field. You can run wide on that field. <laughs> Look, don't go out of the line. Don't commit moral sins that are going to destroy you. Uh, that <laughs> don't hurt yourself and other people with uh, with sin. And that's what sin. That's uh, uh, why it's sinful. It's not worthy of you. But w- once you're on the inside, you know Saint Augustine said, "Love God and then do what you want." There should Amen. be an interior freedom that Christians have. Uh, but all that, you know. That, that sense of freedom, who I am, that I'm beloved, that, I'm, that my state is one of being blessed, those things tie back to really how we see ourselves in relation to God. And, and that, that's a huge factor in determining whether or not we're joyful, free-spirited people or not. It, the number one person that tries to bring you down is you. You know, you, you are your own worst enemy, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, a lot of times that's, that's what's forming our own misery. You know, when St. Paul was in prison, he was, the, the, the words that he used to lift himself up were things like, I am pressed but not crushed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down, not destroyed, is the way he identified his state uh, in relation to God. It was, it's so, it's so often, it's that, when it comes to discerning, if we, if we walk through life timidly and unsure, constantly worried that the next step's going to be one off a cliff and God doesn't have our backs, 
It's because we, we think, I am not chosen. I'm not a child of God. We, we have to get into the game and replace the negative self-talk with the words from, words from God about who we are. So I gave a talk at, at Seek about how to, how to love yourself. If you don't have the book, if you didn't get my book at Seek, you've got to go to my website, uh, reallifecatholic.com, and, and get the book called I Am. Uh, St. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians that we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. And again, start, to finish where we started, we so often are passive recipients of the, of the negative self-trashing talk. God's calling us to jump into the game, to jump into the, the battle that's happening between our ears, and to rewire how we talk to ourselves with words that He says about us. And to learn to see ourselves through his eyes, that actually takes work. It takes mental work. It takes contemplating scripture. It takes, it takes daily looking in the mirror and replacing the words you say to yourself with words that come from God that breathe life into your soul. So that's what, the, that's what my book, I Am, is about, helping you do that in your daily life uh, on Real Life Catholic. And Chris, I really love your ministry personally. It's helped me because I, I struggle with that self-talk sometimes, with that insecurity. Right. But I love what you do in your ministry because you let people know that they're not alone. So, you know, in this, this football game of life, uh, we don't have to go through it alone, right? We're on a team, and I love what you do through Life Catholic, helping people and giving them resources to know they're not alone. Let's talk just a little bit more, uh, not only about your book, I Am, but other things you're doing. Like you have a show on EWTN. It's one of the first Catholic reality shows. It's, it's certainly worth checking out. How's that been going for you? Oh, it blows my mind. I mean, I, everywhere I go around the country, there's people coming to me and thank me for the show. So that shows me a lot of people are, are watching it. Thank God. Uh, but it's on it's on EWTN. It's on Amazon, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and Google Play as well. If you look up Real Life Catholic, and it really is. It it shows um, how faith makes everyday life more beautiful. So we're doing everything from you know hot air balloon to harvesting crawf- uh, crawfish in Louisiana to cranberries in Wisconsin to. Uh, you know, in season two, I'm, I'm in Haiti on mission trip. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, you know, handling poisonous snakes and average experiences, but all with extraordinary people. That is people of joy, people who are real life Catholics. And, uh, you know, I, I guess that hits at the heart of what my whole ministry is about. Um, we should be able to tell people in, in no uncertain terms how faith makes everyday life better. Because if it doesn't, why would people bother with it? You know, it, so we need to show that to the world again. I think the world's forgotten that faith is anything positive to offer the world yeah, that you yeah. can apply to your everyday life. Yeah, you got to check it out. Reallifecatholic.com is the website. You can get more information, too. Uh, like Chris said, if you didn't get a chance to pick up the book, I Am, please do check it out. Reallifecatholic.com and check out all that Chris is up to. This is Truth Pop. Truth Pop Unplugged. Hey, I really hope that resonated with you in some way. Because yeah, maybe sometimes like you, you were thinking about something, right? And then it seems like something is said by someone else that is the exact answer to what you were thinking about or needed to hear. Maybe that was what you needed just now from Chris Stefanik. I hope it is. Because look, I just want you to know that you're not alone when you when you might deal with those negative self-talking points or when, when you feel like you just don't have it all together, when you feel like a mess. It's okay, right? It reminds me of that song from B.B. Rexa, I'm a mess. It's okay, we're all a mess. And yet God still loves us infinitely. You are loved by our creator more than you could ever imagine, more, more than you could ever fathom. Like, think about it. God created the world 
And he also thought to create you. So you must be pretty cool then, all right? Pretty important. Always remember that. And always know that you can reach us, re- reach out to us too if you need someone to talk to or if you need encouragement. We're on this journey together. And we're always here for you. So again, download the entire interview with Chris Stefanik if you want to hear more of what he had to say. He'll talk about his biggest fear in life. You can grab that on the Relevant Radio app. And then inside the app, search for Premier Podcast. That was in partnership with Relevant Radio and Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. So there you go. Uh, Kathy is actually going to be back on the next podcast. We'll talk about another pop song. And if you have any suggestions for the show, slide into our DMs, as they say, Twitter, at TruthPop1. Also, TruthPopProductions at gmail.com is another great way to get in contact as well. The, The latest music, movies, and TV. How does it all fit in with faith? Keep listening. This is TruthPop. Connecting Christ into culture.